and we've already got somebody joining us. Just as soon as we go live, people start coming on in. As you join us, you're welcome to say hello in the chat. I just had a little tiny bird just fly up to the window right in front of me. Yesterday, we saw a bunny out this window and decided it might be the Easter bunny. Welcome as you're coming in. If you'd like to light a candle or bring a candle with you to light later. Sonia Coopers is our awesome tech person here. Sonia, it looks like there's a question over in the Q&A. Can you check on that and see if people, folks are having a question? Good morning, Julie. Good morning, Robin. Great to have folks joining us. Oh, that was just someone testing the Q&A. All right, awesome. Good morning, the rest of the Cooper Pfeiffers. Laura says that she had bunnies visiting this morning as well. Good morning, Naomi. It's good to have people start to gather. My favorite part of Sunday morning has always been watching people walk up the path and come in the front doors. And this feels like a little, a little bit of that experience, seeing people arrive and say hello in the chat and say hello to each other. And I guess folks who are arriving on Facebook are like people who come in the back door at West, who I don't quite see, but I know are in the building. Good morning, Justine and Jen. So glad to have everybody here. If you want to be able to say hello to everybody who's watching, make sure that when you type your message, you're typing it to, um, ev to everyone, not just to all panelists. If you're sending it to all panelists, it'll go to me and to Laura Solomon, to Laura Delaney, who's offering our statement of purpose today, and to Sonia Coopers, who is running our tech. So if you want to be sharing with everybody, you want to Make sure to write your message that way. Good morning, Jeff. Great to see you here. I'm imagining people getting set up on Zoom and then getting that second cup of coffee or third cup of tea, getting themselves all ready. And I can hear, you can't hear because I have my headphones on, but I can hear my family running wildly on the second floor, probably themselves getting ready to hop on Zoom and get to watch the platform and connect with all of you. Yep, we're not streaming on Facebook yet. I'll get that streaming going closer to 9.30. So in just a minute or two, I will get us going there. Go ahead and start that process. We've got someone joining us from Vienna, Virginia. Great to have you with us, Avi. We're getting ourselves all set up to stream to Facebook so that folks can find us in a couple of different ways. Hi, Lisa and Adrian. Great to have you with us. Good 
All right, I think we are live on Facebook. I'm gonna go ahead and get our, uh, let's see, get our PowerPoint all set up again. shared with all of you. There we go. Yes, I neglected to stop sharing my screen when I went over to Facebook Live. So sorry, everybody, I think got to see my Facebook feed or something briefly. Hopefully we are back now to the screen share I want to be offering. Good morning to Shirley. Good morning to Robin and Kelly, Libby and Charlotte. Charlie, good morning. Josh. Laura Delaney is singing the song, Singing in the Rain to herself. Good morning, Donna and Nicole. Good morning, good morning. Nobody wants me to sing that whole song, but I could. Good morning, Trang, Chris and Catherine, Sue. Julie wants me to sing the song. Great, thanks, Julie. <laughs> you, would, you would change your mind, I promise you. That is one of my very favorite, uh, one of my very favorite musicals for sure. Yes, why was Facebook on the screen? Yeah, I messed up my screen share. I think we've got it set now, Angela. You should be seeing the um, beautiful slides created by Jen. Great, more people want me to sing. Thanks a lot, everybody. <laughs> All right. Hey, Jenny Chafe from Chapel Hill. Good morning. Chris Chafe's sister is with us. Good morning. Good morning, Susan in Chicago. We miss you. All right. It is so good to have you all with us this morning, whether you are in our Zoom gathering or whether you are watching us on Facebook or whether it's not this morning anymore and you are now watching this recorded and catching up with your West friends and um, with all the words and the music that we have today. We have music this morning from a number of different West folks who have recorded pieces at home, in some cases mixed them, in some cases sent us the video of themselves. And I, I love that if you are a, an artist and you would like to offer things like that for future platforms, please do send them along. Um, it is a true joy to get to see each other making music in our homes. I want to begin this morning with opening words from my colleague Gretchen Haley. We've been hearing a lot of opening words from Gretchen Haley recently. She is a Unitarian Universalist minister in Colorado and um, and writes these poems and offers them to colleagues. And they are so often um, just the words that we need to hear. And so Laura and I both have been glad to share them with you over the last uh, few weeks. These are the words this morning. Life comes for us in a thousand different ways. Undoes plans and upends traditions, knocks down the doors of our defense in a moment. Every expectation releases, like the in and out of breath. Life is urgent and also unbearably slow, and does not take well to our fantasies of control. We gather here to practice surrendering to the waves of grace and grief 
in song, in silence, in story. We come to remember the possibility of a larger call that we might offer our gifts with a surprising generosity, that we might release ourselves from the needing to know, that we might simply be present to this beauty, these partners, this hope that we make together. It is good to be together this morning. gets me every time. Welcome to the Washington Ethical Society. My name is Laura Solomon and I am the clergy intern here at West. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm so glad you're joining us this morning. I invite you to say hello in the comments as you're arriving and we hope that you'll join us after the platform service for coffee hour in a Zoom meeting where we can see each other's faces and actually talk with one another. You're invited to share in the chat throughout our time together, and you might want to get a candle. Um, I'll give you a moment maybe to go get a candle so that you can light your candle at home with us. For now, I encourage you to take a breath. Feel the ways you are connected to the earth and to all of us as you ready yourself to be fully present for this morning's time together. 
Each week, we honor a group at West whose activities relate to our monthly themes. Each week in April, we'll be spotlighting one of our many groups at West that relates in some ways to this month's theme of center. One thing that is certainly central to the West community is the education and development of our children and youth. Reading the Statement of Purpose today is Laura Delaney, who provides leadership on the SEEK team, that Sunday Ethical Education for Kids team, which works with the West staff to develop all levels of programming and curricula for our children. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm, thank you so much, Laura, and it's so great to see everyone's name popping up on the chat screen. Um, the Washington Ethical Society is a humanistic congregation that affirms the worth of every person. We strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. With faith and human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capacities. We joyfully celebrate together and support each other through life. We nurture a sense of reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. If you are new to our community of children and adults, we warmly invite you to join us as we work for a world where love and justice cross all borders. Thank you so much, Lara. And now I invite you all to join me in our candle lighting words. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. Each week, we ring a chime in solidarity with people around the world. Today, I am thinking about people in our community, throughout our country, and around the world who are grieving the loss of loved ones from COVID-19. I'm thinking about our healthcare workers and their families. And I'm thinking about all the people who may feel lonely or alone as this period of social distancing stretches on. As we listen to the chime, let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us hold in our hearts all that hurts in the world. And let us commit ourselves to all that calls for our work and for our love. I invite you now to join me in a time of meditation. Take a moment to get yourself comfortable. Plant your feet firmly on the floor. And take a deep breath in. Imagine as you breathe that you have a glowing ball in your chest. Imagine the color, the feel of it. Maybe it's warm and it generates a warmth that spreads throughout your entire body. Breathe in and feel how warm and comforting that ball can be. As you pay attention to it, it begins to shine and tendrils of light begin to grow from it. They start to spread out, going throughout your body and out into the room around you.
think of a person in your community. Maybe it's a person here at West. Maybe it's another person you love. And imagine those tendrils going out through the streets of DC or Silver Spring or wherever you live, all the way to that person where it connects with their glowing ball. Feel that connection you've made. Perhaps you can even feel it pulsing as you send them love or peace or good health. And then pick another person, maybe another West person. Send out some more tendrils until they connect. Sending love and peace and good health. Take a breath in, let it go. And imagine the web of light and community we have created. Breathe and allow yourself to be connected and held in this community's light. good to be together this morning and it is hard to be together this morning as i imagine most of you know from the letter that i sent on friday and the beautiful letter from the board that accompanied it i have accepted a position as senior minister at a, a Unitarian Universalist congregation in Virginia. And I'll be with Wes through June and make the transition sometime over the summer. I know that we have holding in this community 
many reactions to this news. Sadness and loss. Wonderings about what will come next, about the next chapter. And awareness that we are already sure we will miss each other. And that's just me. <laughs> you have been sending me messages over the past few days, letting me know how you are feeling with good wishes and support and care. And also naming your anger or your abandonment. I am so grateful for the honesty with which people have reached out and with the many generous good wishes that you have shared with me as well. And I'm sure that there are also those in this community who are thinking, oh, it's time. I feel good about that. They probably aren't emailing me and that's fine. But I want to acknowledge the fullness that we might all be holding right now. One of the things I have been feeling grateful for is that we have two and a half, three months to say goodbye. The regional staff person at the Unitarian Universalist Association, Megan Foley, who has been working with the board and, um, and with me, says that by the end, we will have all said goodbye over and over and over again. And that feels right. And I have felt glad to know that because of that time we have together and the many ways we'll find to say goodbye, your first reaction to my leaving doesn't have to be the way we end our time together. My first reaction to this moment doesn't have to be the last either. We are just at the beginning of this chapter of our story together. And we have time to write that chapter with each other. Time for individual conversations and connections. And I hope that you will reach out to me. I anticipate having a lot of Zoom conversations in the next couple of months. I have an idea of just keeping a Zoom room open for a whole day and saying, stop on by anytime, just as though you were walking through the building and poked your head in my office. Just come and say hello and goodbye and remember what we have been to each other. One of the things that somebody shared in their reflections to me on this news was that they came here because of a platform I had given and that they stayed because of the community. And that feels so right to me. I've heard it in other ways too. Parents will say, well, I came for the first time because I wanted something for my kids. I thought they should have something. And then I found something here too. I stayed for the community. That idea of the community as the center of West has never felt more real than right now to me. A couple of weeks ago, the staff and the board participated in a project that West member Chris McCubbin has been doing as part of her um, doctoral work. She needed to study an organization's culture and she asked the staff and board to fill out a survey and talk about how we experienced Wes's culture and sort of decision making and responsibility and mission, all of these different variables now displayed in a beautiful pie chart she's created. Chris and I went over the results on a preliminary basis earlier this week, and we'll share some of that with Wes and the board and the staff first as well. We didn't realize it at the time, but in fact, that kind of work looking at the organization and the community and the culture 
is work that Wes will be doing in the coming couple of years through your interim time. One thing that came out so clearly was that everybody who took the survey seemed to believe that Wes's mission was clear. That our status as a mission-centered organization, alive and at work in the world, felt central to who we are. Sometimes I have used the metaphor of a wheel to talk about my place in the West community. I've talked about feeling as though I am at the center of a wheel with spokes out to every single one of you. And, and how I am able to hear from one and reflect back to another and connect people. But the truth is that metaphor is not quite right. More so, I think Wes is like a net with every one of us holding a little piece of that net, a little knot as we tie together. Over the years, some of those knots get unknotted and a thread slips away from the net. And you notice it when that happens particularly the knots that have been there a while, that have developed the kind of patina, patina that a rope gets. You notice it when those knots unravel and yet the net holds still. That net is all of you, the community that you have created together and the community that in so many ways has shaped who I have been. I was 28 when I started as senior leader at the Washington Ethical Society, fresh out of seminary. And the search committee at that time took a leap, <laughs> wondering if I would be able to deliver. So much of who I have been in the 12 years since then is because of West. I think about that every Sunday, in fact. As some of you know, I use notes and not a script to speak these days. And that is because pretty much entirely of John Campbell and a faulty West printer. A couple of years into my leadership, John Campbell came up to me after a gathering and said, you know, you could do that uh, without writing it all out and it would be better. <laughs> and I thought about that and thought about that and wasn't sure I was ready. And then a couple of months later, the West printer went on the fritz and the last three pages of my platform were double printed and illegible. <laughs> well, I thought to myself, John Campbell thinks I can do this and I don't have much choice. Wes has shaped so much about how I serve this community and how I will serve in the future. I cannot begin to express my gratitude for that, for what a joy and a privilege it has been to serve as your leader for 12 years. My colleague, Erica Hewitt, serves as a a clergy person in rural Maine. And so she particularly uses metaphors that are a little woodsy. She shared with me a metaphor about an axe that her great grandfather had made. You know, wooden handle, metal head, cuts down trees. Her great grandfather passed the axe down to her grandmother. And her grandmother used it to cut down trees, but eventually needed to replace the wooden handle. So she did and passed the ax down to Erica's father. Erica's father used it for quite some time to chop down trees and then had to replace the metal part, the head of the ax. By the time the ax got to Erica, it didn't have the wooden handle or the metal head that her great-grandfather had originally held and used. 
Was it the same axe? I think so. Over time, the axe changed, our community changes. I think sometimes that Wes has a different understanding of how quickly that change should happen. As many of you know, Don Montagna, the senior leader who preceded me, stayed at West for 34 years. That's generally the outside length of clergy leadership. And it can be easy to imagine that if 34 years is what we had last, then 12 years feels very short indeed. I was looking up the dates for Ed Erickson, the second senior leader at West who has been a colleague to me and an inspiration and who figures large in our understanding of ourselves over our 75 year history. It turns out, and let me tell you that my family systems coach would have something to say about this, that Ed Erickson was at West for, you guessed it, 12 years. Those 12 years shaped who he was and shaped who Wes was and who Wes is. Even as we move into the closing chapter of this part of our story together, the story continues. I am shaped forever by who I have been for and with you. And you will be shaped in good ways and bad, I hope in ways that will continue the mission that we have shared for years and years after. Those chapters we have had together, they don't disappear because we are closing this part of the story. The elders at West know that, I suspect. And I mean elders by length of time here at WES. Folks who remember the last leader transition, the last interim time. I will tell you during that last interim time, the Washington Ethical Society bit off a lot. It had a huge building expansion and capital campaign. It considered and eventually joined the Unitarian Universalist Association while also reaffirming its commitment to the American Ethical Union. Wes was extraordinarily creative during that time. And so it will be curious to see what creativity comes out of the time that lies ahead for Wes. It is quite something for me to imagine the journey that you will be taking and to know I won't take that journey with you. And to know that in other ways, our journeys will be forever entwined. There's a story I'd like to share with you. I know we're a little heavy on metaphor for this platform. I think we've already had a wheel, a net, and an axe. And so I invite you to one final one, some birds. This story is inspired by the epic poem, The Conference of the Birds, which is written by the Persian Sufi Muslim writer, Farajuddin Attar. Once upon a time, all the birds in the land decided they needed a leader for their community, a leader to make their community stronger. And so representatives from all the species gathered together. A leader will tell us the right things to do, said the robin. A leader must be wise, said the owl. A leader must believe we are all important, big and small, said the sparrow. I want the leader to be caring said the dove. The leader should help us share and get along better, said the jay, ironically, because have you ever seen a blue jay at a bird feeder? The leader must make us feel safe, said the hawk. I know where we can find such a leader, said the hoopoe bird. It is the Seymour, and it lives far from here. 
Well, the birds were excited. They were willing to go anywhere to find a leader for themselves. It could be dangerous, said the hoopoe bird. Some birds looked troubled, but they voted to go forward. The hoopoe took off and all the birds followed. They flew at night through sunshine. Days and days passed. Birds were filled with doubt. How did they know where they were going and if the Simorg really existed? They flew through fiery mountains. I'm too small to make it over that mountain, lamented the sparrow. No, keep flying. We will make it together. And they did. The strong flyers helped the weaker ones. The birds with good vision helped find food for the group. Along the way, they learned how to better respect and care for each other. Every bird had something that made the journey easier. Finally, the hoopoe bird announced, we are here. The birds looked around in anticipation. Where's the Simorg? We don't see it, they cried. It's over here, said the hoopoe. The birds stood beside the hoopoe bird and realized they were at the edge of a lake. They looked in and saw their own reflections. The Seamorg was not another bird. It was all of them. And they were all together, the Seamorg. They knew then that they could do anything. You will eventually find someone to lead you through the next couple years and then to lead you into the next chapter of your amazing life as a remarkable community here in the nation's capital. It is, as I shared, hard to know that I will not be with you on that journey. And I am also filled with such surety that you have all you need to take the journey together. Because all you need is all of you. I know that because my job has been in so many ways to simply be the lake, to reflect back, to encourage at times to show you who you are, how big you love, how well you laugh, how much you create the precious community that you have found here at the Washington Ethical Society. We will have many months to say goodbye, and I am working hard to make sure that not every platform between now and then feels like yet another goodbye, or we will all be sick of it by the end of June. But I do think that every platform will be filled with my gratitude, with my wonder at this beautiful community, at my gladness that I have been able to serve you for 12 years. I know they will be filled at times with my tears because I will miss you so much. And I hope they will be filled with that great West commodity of laughter as together we find the joy of being a community. Thank you so much for letting me be part of your story for these 12 years and for exploring this chapter with me. It is good to be together this morning. Sometimes in our lives We all have pain We all have sorrow 
we are wise we know that there's always tomorrow lean on me when you're not strong i'll be your friend i'll help you carry on for it won't be long till i'm gonna need somebody to lean on and please swallow your pride if i have things you need to borrow for no one can fill those of your needs that you won't let show you just call on me brother when you need a hand we all need somebody to lean on i just might have a problem that you'd understand we all need somebody to lean on lean on me when you're not strong i'll be your friend i'll help you carry on for it won't be long till i'm gonna need somebody to lean on you just call on me brother when you need a hand we all need somebody to lean on i just might have a problem that you'd understand we all need somebody to lean on and if there is a road you have to bear that you can't carry i'm right up the road i'll share your load if you just call me We make sure to take time to add our own thoughts and reflections to the morning. Reprise, excellent. <laughs> Sharing our, our own thoughts on the platform or what resonates in our own lives. I encourage you to take a moment and share your thoughts with one another in the Zoom chat or if you're joining us on Facebook in the Facebook comments. I've seen a lot of comments already folks talking about how grateful they are for Amanda, folks talking about how they're crying and offering support to one another. I think that's been one of the most beautiful things I see is um, watching the way everybody supports one another in this community and seeing it happen even in the Zoom chat right now is just an incredibly beautiful experience. Perry says, this is humanism. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's very beautiful. Awesome. Well, I encourage you all to continue to share, continue to talk with one another, continue to support one another as I know you will. Just as we share our perspectives in this community, we also share our resources and gifts. Here at West, we give half of all donated cash to a program whose values resonate with our own ethical culture principles. This month, we are sharing the plate with HIPS. HIPS is an organization in DC that promotes the health, rights, and dignity of individuals and communities in, impacted by sex work, sex trade, and drug use. They provide compassionate advocacy, community engagement, and harm reduction services. There are several ways to give this morning. You are welcome to go to our website at www.ethicalsociety.org. There's a link that says give and you are able to do it that way, or you can also text a dollar amount to the number that's on your screen. We will now receive your gifts and our musicians' gifts of music.
beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you to the many people who helped to create this morning's time together. I'm particularly grateful for our musicians who are just so amazing to all who were involved in creating this morning's time and all those supporting coffee hour and speak. We've set up a number of ways to connect through zoom. You can see all those times on your screen um, and please check your our calendar our weekly email for zoom links. Everyone is welcome, whether you're formally a member of WES or our congregation or not. Um, so please invite friends and neighbors. Um, and I invite you now to join us in our closing song, Blue Boat Home. from the West Band who created that. Um, we, I, we could not figure out how to have their audio play while lyric slides went. We think we need to create a video. So if anybody has those tech skills, let me know. Um, but wow, for the tech skills of Joe Fody who mixed all of that and made it possible for our folks to record in their own homes and to bring their music together so that we could listen to it together. Such a um, 
such a perfect example of what it is to be individual people connected by relationship and mutuality, the core of ethical culture. I invite you now to join in our closing words for this month. And again, offer my thanks to Jen for the beautiful slides that really enhance our experience. Let us go into the week ahead with compassion, understanding, and commitment, seeking our own center and centering each other. We are going to head over to coffee hour. Ignore that newcomers link. We don't have a newcomers link. We will, however, have Maceo, our fantastic membership coordinator, over in coffee hour. Um, so you can head over to that Zoom link right there, tiny.cc slash forward slash West Coffee Hour. And, um, and we'll see you there. Maceo will be there looking for new folks to connect with. Also wanna make sure you see that we now have a digital connect card so that if you are new to our community, if you're just finding us now while we are virtual, we would love to connect more with you. You can go to tiny.cc forward slash West Connects, I think it is. I'm looking to make sure I can see, yep. Tiny.cc forward slash West Connects. That will get you to a little form to fill out so you can tell us about yourself and um, we can reach out to you and connect more with you. There we go, Maceo, our membership coordinator has just thrown it up in the chat so you can um, fill out that form. I see folks are heading over to coffee hour. Make your way over there. I believe our coffee hour may be set up with a waiting room. Um, if so, just you'll go into the waiting room and then you'll be led into the coffee hour. No problem at all. That's just a, a, the way that Zoom is um, making sure that we have secure experiences with each other. And um, we will be connecting there, talking with each other. Um, we still, of course, have our Monday and Friday chances to check in on Zoom and, um, and as well, um, I will be hosting a connecting time this Wednesday at 5.30 if you'd like to connect particularly um, with me. Uh, I would love to see you there and we will figure out all the ways that over the next couple of months we can have those connections. Thank you so much to everybody who joined us from Santa Fe and from Pennsylvania and from North Carolina and from Virginia and from Maryland and from DC and, um, and all over. It is so good to be with you. I'm waving goodbye as folks head over to coffee hour and um, I will pop on coffee hour for a bit as well. Don't forget if you have kids, Sunday Ethical Education for Kids is at 1130. We're looking forward to being together there as well. Hi panelists, panelists are hopping off. I'm gonna stay and just wave to people as they leave before I close this completely, just to give people a chance if they wanna finish reading the chat or if they want to jot down a link, go for it. We're so glad to have you with us. Had, yep, folks are heading out. Thank you, Amanda. Oh, thanks, Laura. Thanks so much. You did a beautiful job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thanks. Woo. Keep breathing, girl. Keep breathing. We're all breathing together. The yeah. link in the email isn't working. Oh. All right. I'll let all right. you. I'm going to head over to coffee hour and see what I can figure out. Okay. Okay.